from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I think Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Let's go through some of the new Carly Rae Jepsen. Ooh, uh, yes. Brand new album called The Loveliest Time. Uh, she said that this whole thing came out of a result of experiencing a period of positivity following isolation. I'm guessing she means COVID. She says, uh, I got to know the loveliness and discover the beauty in it. The loneliest time taught me that growth comes from being planted in darkness. But now that the world has opened itself back up again, and in turn, so have we, it's time for celebration and for all the lessons we have learned to burst into joyful action. Mm. Uh, what do you want to go through Let's here? Go, uh, we'll start off with a song called Come Over. Okay. Close my eyes, I see you, 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 you got it, I feel butterflies, trying hard to escape. Can't deny, there's Woo! a feeling here, you got it, makes me want to try, couple nights, couple days. So far, so good. Fans are very happy because all of the new tracks are on her YouTube page with lyric videos. Because oh, really? Smart. They're all, they're all saying that at some point, Carly Rae attended the Ariana Grande School of Pronunciation. And you can no longer oh. understand what she's saying. Oh, no. So, and so the lyric videos are very much appreciated by oh. fans. Okay, let's see if the next one, if we can understand. This one's called Stadium Love. You on my mind for the second time. You're two for two so yeah, far. I like it. I like it. Uh, we'll play one what more we here. Next? This one's called Anything to Be With You. Ooh, I like the vibe already. Yeah, I, I noticed that her production value has definitely gone up. It yeah. reminds me of the uh, the album that had Call Me Maybe on it in terms of the production value. Yeah, I don't mind it though, and it's all sort of. And apparently, she says the f word like for the first time. No, oh, she, yes, she does. Yes, she does. Oh, Carly Rae says yes, the f word. Yes, she does. Yes, Carly Rae does not swear in my world. Hand on heart, thumb on pearls. Carly, Carly Rae says the F word. I'm not even... What happened to you, Carly I'm Ray? not even joking. I'm not even joking. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I like it, though. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's great. good, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Megan Fox is uh, lashing back at fans who lashed out at her for her lack of generosity. So... 
Megan went on social media the other day to promote a friend's GoFundMe. So it was a $30,000 fundraiser, which is now up to $60,000 as far as their goal goes, which was set up by Megan's nail tech, Brittany. It was her father who set it up because her father's been diagnosed with cancer. And Megan wrote, my friend's dad was just diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. If you guys are able to help, please do so. And at that point, the highest donation, which was not anonymous on the page, was $300. So fans started going in, Hmm. being like, she better contribute herself and lead the way, somebody else wrote. If I had such money as as you, I'd cover 100% of my friends' parents' medical expenses before I asked strangers to do it. And then other people were pointing out that the the original goal of $30,000 was exactly what Machine Gun Kelly paid for her engagement ring, right? Um. So she wrote uh, the receipt. <laughs> so so she so wrote, bad. "Hey weirdos, uh, do any of you have the emotional intelligence consider that maybe Brit doesn't want her celebrity clients donating large sums of money to her because it creates a dynamic in her working relationships that make her uncomfortable? I just obliged her requests. I just obliged her requests anything she needs from me." Personally, she will ask and I will do privately. One thing you're not going to accuse me of being is miserly or lacking generosity. So try again another day, probably tomorrow, with some different BS, you bunch of psychos. So Hmm. that was the response from Megan Fox. I mean, she should have thrown something up there. Like half at least. Right? Like if you're going to post it. Also, maybe her friend doesn't want to ask. Right, Ask maybe her for it. Maybe her mm. friend saying, "Hey, would you mind posting my dad's GoFundMe?" Maybe that was the ask, Could and be. then the friend just didn't want to say the words. Maybe I don't know. Sure. Or hey, know. can you post this? Thinking Megan would be like, "You're my girl. I'm not going to post this. I'm just going to give you the cash." Yeah, something like that. I don't. I don't know. But this is just the kind of thing you also have to post it because these are the kinds of things that if one celebrity posts it, like your original 30,000 goal, that can get to half a million dollars in an afternoon if the right celebrity posts it, right? So, like, you still have to post. Mm -hmm. Like, so maybe that's what she was hoping for, and that's why they bumped the goal up to 60 grand just to sort of keep it going a little bit. But, but yeah, people not happy at uh, at Megan Fox. What's the – do you have a dollar figure? Like, what's the most that you would give to not a family member but, like, a friend in need? Maury, turn your headphones down because you're suddenly going to have a problem that is going to cost exactly what Mocha's about to say. I am the friend in need. <laughs> it depends on what they're going through. Gotcha. If I could afford it, then I'd, yeah. I'd help. We don't have the issue of medical bills here, right? Like, uh-huh. that's the thing. So, like, Oh, yeah. You not know, like, like, we don't have that problem. Like, we I've don't have a lot of... been in a hospital and I need, like, 25 grand. Yeah, or more to than pay that, the bills, right? Or more right? than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a number? Like, do you, do you, do you like, in your head, have a number of how far you're willing to go to help somebody? Depends on, again, it de- no. No, you don't have a number, right? No. Yeah, sky's depen- the limit for you. That's it, why you're such a nice guy. It depends on what it's for. Yeah, yeah. Maury, what's your number? 40 bucks. 40 bucks. 40 dollars. <laughs> Was it too high? 40 dollars. Damn. $40. Shem, you're, you're a, you're, you go to church. What's whatever you, the Lord what, says. Whatever the Lord that's says. That's it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah Although, yeah. like, my sky has a little bit of a limit. Like, maybe like a thousand. 
Right. Moses yeah. told me 40 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Roz? What's your limit? Uh, I don't have, like you, I don't have a limit, but I've, I've done. <laughs> what, what, what? Say it, nothing, say it, say it. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You've what? You've, I, dole, okay, you've I, donated too much and asked for it back? No, oh. no. I was, I was in a sort of like ethical kind of dilemma because I had donated to something, mm-hmm. right? Somebody was going through something. Mm-hmm. And they asked for, you know, uh, money to help this person achieve this thing. Okay. Okay. And then I donated, like, I saw what the goal was and they weren't going to reach it. So I topped it up. Perfect. Okay. I love it when people do that. I topped it up. They reached their goal. Right. It was great. I felt great about it. But then. Oh, no. Something happened new, where new goal alert. Okay. Something <laughs> happened where they didn't do the thing they were asking money to do. Oh, give me it back, bro. Thank you. Give me it back. Right? You didn't do the thing. No. Like the, it went to something like circumstances changed. Oh. And it okay. went towards something else. And I was like, well, I didn't contribute to the something else. Was the something else something that you would like you were in line? Like you like they that that other something else needed the money and you're like yeah that's fine like at least somebody else benefits yeah but from i it. wouldn't have topped it up oh okay <laughs> you know what i mean yeah 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 right i wouldn't uh, have, i wouldn't have topped you it can't up ask for it back. i wouldn't have topped it up if okay i would ask for it back if yeah. they didn't do the thing they said that they were they were going to do right and then the money just sat there right oh no 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 the at that money, point yeah the money didn't just sit there right right yeah yeah and it then i was kind of like meh you know, as a little well, dis- was, was the play the other uh, thing that it went to not as like special as the thing that this person said that they were going to donate to? Uh, no, the, the, but the thing that I donated to was like a lifelong dream, right? Oh, so the, yeah, so not comparable. Not comparable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not comparable. And then every now and then, for a real long time, I would check their Facebook to see if they did the lifelong dream, uh-huh. and they never did. They never did. Still, no, no, oh. no, it wasn't good. Yeah. yeah, no, you can't ask them. No, you back. can't. No, 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 I know. No. I know. No. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We talked about this uh, a while ago when it was announced that Lauren Michaels on Saturday Night Live was uh, potentially going to be leaving the show, and that is who can replace Lauren Michaels. And according to reports, uh, sources say that uh, they've been talking to Tina Fey, which is what oh, we'd great. said, and that she's Amazing. a leading contender and possibly the only contender being seriously considered at hmm. the moment. So. Uh, season 50 of SNL was supposed to start in the fall if the writers and actors strike doesn't uh, wind up. And uh, speaking of which, the Emmy Awards in September are officially off the schedule for September and they're not even going to attempt to schedule a new date. September 18th is when they were supposed to air. Uh, I think that they're actually going to both the uh, the Emmys and Fox, the broadcaster, are going to wait until the strike is over before they start announcing a new date. Otherwise, you announce a date, then you got to push the date you got to push the date you got to push the date the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh new trailers have dropped for two huge shows both the season three of morning show is that what it is yeah and uh three and only murders in the building season three i believe Mm -hmm. let's start with morning show this is out on uh, september 13th on apple you know we were supposed to change things weren't we i wanted to make a difference I need to have a say in the future of this place. I want to build something that matters. I want to win. It isn't real 
It's all smoke and mirrors. You need a miracle. I am offering you a lifeline. Five, four, three. So that Damn. voice, the lifeline voice? Yeah, who is that? John Hamm. That's who it is. Thank John you. John Hamm joins yes. the cast of The Morning Show, season three. Yeah. And then on August 8th is when we get the first, I believe, the first two episodes of Only Murders in the Building on Disney. And returning, of course, Lena Gomez, Martin Short, yep. Steve Martin, added to the cast, Meryl Streep, uh, wow. Paul Rudd. Wow. And Jesse Williams as well, who plays a romantic interest for Selena Gomez's uh, Mabel character. And we saw Paul Rudd in the final episode of the second season, That's right? right. Yes, God, I gotta rewatch second season. Yes. It's opening night, and a big star drops dead on stage. Oh my God, my leading man is dead. Is this really happening? Well, you know, who are we without a homicide? NYPD! The killer is someone in this room. My show is hanging on by a thread here. Finding this killer is the only way you'll have a show. Want to make a podcast with me? Oh my God, this is corny. So corny. <laughs> I know it is. Yeah. Murder? Yeah, murder. Yeah. Look at this. Wow. so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to both of those. So there you go. Only Murder, season three, August 8th. Morning show, season three, September 13th. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Talk me through this Post Malone album. Is oh it God, is it like a full so brand new album? Is that the deal? Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, almost an hour long. There's like Oof. 15 songs on there. Wow. Uh, Post Malone plays guitar on every single song. Good. There's one song he plays guitar, drums. Uh, it's listed there. <laughs> he plays the tambourine as well. Yeah, of course. You got to. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. It's a great album, though. Is it's it? like yeah. a mix of pop, rock, and country. Okay. Right? Here's yeah. the entire album that I kind of briefly i guess abbreviated for sure. you to okay. get a vibe of what yeah. it's like don't understand I got a handle on anything. <laughs> that was okay, chaos. Here, I'll play a little longer of a song <laughs> called you. Speedometer, which is one of my favorites on the album. I just bought a new Lamborghini. Let us post to 25. You call my phone, said you wanted to see me. I couldn't think of a better reason to try. Such a big post Malone fan. The album is called Austin, which is Post Malone's real first name, by the way, Roz. Which is what? Austin. Oh, is it? Yeah. Austin Malone? Or is that not even his real last name? No, his real last name, I think, is Post. Oh, Austin Post. Post. Oh, I got you. All right. All right. Um, somebody sent a text. I'm going to read this, okay? This is directed at me, by the way. And it said, Mocha, I know you're worried about your wife listening to the Harry Styles sleep story on Calm because I've always said <laughs> yes. some of these sleep stories by these celebs on the Calm app like pretty sexy. Oh, bro. Right? Yeah. So this person goes on to say, well, do not let her listen to the new Post Malone album. The things he says and how he says oh. in some of them songs, Lady Boner Alert. Oh, Excuse I'm not even me. a huge fan, but like, there's something about this album. 
how he sings, what he's saying. Just don't let her hear it. Oh, wow. I'm sure all the women that have heard it would agree. It is too sexy. Is she physically attracted to Post Malone? I've never asked her that question, but I do know she loves... Let's call her now. We have time. Post Malone <laughs> But is that kind of like, you? yeah, yeah. Can we call her? No. Why not? It's rude. Wake somebody up in the middle of their morning and they're doing stuff. You do that to Matthew. <laughs> Mocha, call her. Shem, call her. No, call it's not going to happen. Call, come on. I would have, I would have. Are you I'd, kidding? Yeah. If she gets turned on by listening to the Post Malone album, that's only beneficial yeah. for me when hey, I get off. My man. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Hey, come on, man. Bat and clean like, up. Go. That's what we call that. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ba-da-da-da-da. Today marks the 20th anniversary of the great North American blackout. Remember that? August 14th. August 14th, mm-hmm. 2003. I thought, I thought I caused it. <laughs> you know what's interesting is up until this morning more, I actually never knew what caused it. Wait, is there an answer? Yes. And there's always been an answer. I just, we all lived through it. And then when the power came back on, we just all went about our lives. Mm -hmm. Because the big thing was, if you remember, was everybody thought it was a terrorist attack. Because 9-11 was very recent memory at that time. Sure. And so when the power went out, once everybody found out that it wasn't a terror attack, it was just something. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody was actually interested in knowing what the something was. No, we got the power back. We got the power back. Use my microwave again. And in my head, I thought that the power outage lasted much longer longer than it than it actually did wasn't it like 24 hours less than that even for some some people for some people it lasted it lasted a couple days for some but but for most it didn't so where it originated was like a power plant so no so what happened was is that there was all the speculation that it was a terrorist attack and then according to the report what actually caused the blackout was an ohio-based um energy corporation that's so they came in contact with overgrown trees on their power lines from a company called First Energy in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then they had to, I guess they were working with the trees and then they just were like clipping stuff or whatever, but they shut something down. And then there was a technical glitch when they shut something down and an alarm that was supposed to go off didn't go off in their master control. And then they weren't able to react and warn everybody else. And then it all started cascading. So they shut down their power, which shut down somebody else's power, which shut down somebody else's power, which shut down somebody else's power. And then there you have it all the way down the Eastern seaboard and the Midwest in the U.S. and all through Ontario and Ottawa and New York City and everything else, but it was tr- it was trees on power lines. It was treason? Well, no, it wasn't treason. That was. That was mm-hmm. What do you mean it was treason? It's just because like tree. Oh, I got, Jesus, man. No, it was trees, Maury. There's enough ridiculous in this, Maury, already. <laughs> like I don't know what you're doing, man. Anyway, uh, that was a fun time. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you're doing. I th- I really thought I wanted to come back to work today. <laughs> you want to go? Will we no. go back on vacation? No, no, you can't. I I might need another day out of this. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there was a tennis match at uh, the Canadian Open. I don't know if you saw this um, during a match between uh, I think it's uh, Iga Swiatek and Jessica Pegula. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in the middle of just like a rally playing, and then all of a sudden, Cotton Eye Joe starts blasting through the speakers. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe just came on mid-rally. Replay the points. Oh, no! Oh, wow. 
Are we in Texas, Chanda? What a moment. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I've never had that happen, let alone with Cotton Eye Joe. I was like, is this really happening right now? Of all the songs, it was just like, what is going on? Yo, that's... Why? Why was Cotton Eye Joe even loaded up? I think the DJ was like but getting what? ready. But at the Canadian Open, like why why is that even on your hard drive? Like there's no relevance. Like what are you doing playing Cotton Eye Joe? Like Listen. at what point are you going to bust this out? It's a, bang, it's a banger that slaps. But like I, I play just, tennis to this though. Like, I understand sometimes that happens, right? Like, the DJ's getting ready and all this stuff, and you fire something you didn't know. But why is this loaded? Like, why was Cotton Eye Joe on deck? Or was it like somebody had their phone plugged in, and this was just, like, on their playlist? And he's just kicking it up in the booth? It's <laughs> a Cotton Eye Joe? They hit the wrong button that hit the speakers everywhere. <laughs> right? And how did you not stop it immediately? Yo, if this song starts playing, you think I'm hitting stop? It was during the match. Song slaps. <laughs> right? You know, I don't know if I've ever heard that this whole song. I was going to say that part. I never, so never heard it. I me. I never heard that part before. <laughs> Yeah, sorry guys, I'm not stopping this. Uh, that's fine. Not at all. Who sings this? Oh. Like you don't know. Oh, stop it. Rednecks. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. 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 R-E-D-N-E-X. <laughs> God damn. <sighs> we're all, we're, there was something else I wanted to do. I swear here. that song played at Mocha's wedding. Did you play Con I Joe, your wedding, Mocha? I don't know. <laughs> I swear Shem and I danced to that song did at you your dan- wedding. Did you dance with Maury? Deco- it's very easy to find out, Maury. Why don't you just ask Shem? I don't remember. I really don't remember. Did we? Yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive Shem well, and I danced to that song at Maury is wedding. 100% right. Yes. Really? We totally did. I could see myself, you, and Matthew doing the yeah, If you had a to take jig. a poll... On who works on this show would have Cotton Eye Joe playing at their wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Everybody would lose money on this. Everybody would lose money. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, before we go, are you at all interested in hearing uh, an Indian martial artist break the world record by smashing 273 walnuts with only his forehead? Yes. Okay. So, and by the way, in case you're wondering, I'll play this for you here. Uh, in case you're wondering, so I thought maybe he was taking them in his hand and smashing them on his head, mm-hmm. right? But they're, they're not. So he has a long table set up with all the walnuts on the table. No. And his hands are like behind his back. And he's just like, you know when chickens feed? Yeah. They just do this thing, right? Like yeah. a pigeon, uh-huh. right? So that's what he's doing. And he's just smashing his head against the table where all the walnuts. Concussion? I don't know. I don't know, but here. So here's what it sounds like somebody uh, breaking 273 walnuts uh, with only their forehead. You got it or no? Oh. Here, hold on here. Okay. That just Does he have like a pad on his forehead? <laughs> no, nothing just, on his forehead. There's there's zero on his forehead. Turn me back up again. Was his skull he's, intact? He's, he starts grunting. Listen to this. One more second. 
watching the video are yeah. the walnuts like they're smashing taped. open they like, are yes they actually smashing they're, but they're okay. all taped to the desk right so oh, okay. so they don't roll off and everything sure. else and, and all this other stuff but he's like i don't like he's it's not it, it's not official look he's like on a roof somewhere like somebody's satellite television dish is like right beside him at the end of the table <laughs> kind of thing right it's like the most indian video i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Yo, this guy, this guy should fight Zuckerberg. Right. Is there a softer nut he could have done? <laughs> um, and, and all the, by the way, just because yeah. people freak out over stuff like this. Remember, he smashed all these walnuts with his head. Okay? Uh-huh. Every single one of the walnuts was smashed with his head. And they put a disclaimer up that says... All walnuts used were donated for consumption after the record attempt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Barbie scored one of the best fourth weekends of all time domestically with $33.7 million this weekend. That is ahead of Spider-Man No Way Home and just behind the Avengers as far as the wow. best fourth weekend. Uh, that's not all. Greta Gerwig is celebrated becoming the highest grossing female director of a live action movie at the worldwide box office as uh, Barbie surpasses what Captain Marvel did, which was a co-director. Uh, and then after 17 days into its release, Barbie became the first live action film in history that is directed by a female solo uh, to surpass a billion dollars globally. So wow. that is uh, incredible. I cannot believe Barbie. Barbie is still doing crazy numbers, man. It's crazy amazing. Numbers. I love it. I watched two movies on vacation. Well, I watched more than two, but... Uh, I watched uh, the uh, the Super Mario movie. Oh, that's great, right? It's amazing. Amazing. My son, we bought it. Yeah, that's how good. That's how good good. it is, and how much we love that movie. And I watched the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy yesterday. Oh, I watched that too. It's amazing. Did nobody watch Red, White, and Royal Blue? What's that? It just came out. It's on Amazon. It's the 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 gay royals. (laughs) Missed it. <laughs> the female president has a gay son who yeah. falls in love with the the royal prince. Oh, nice! Yeah, cool. Is it good? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> I know people said Guardians Three was yeah. like sad and everything. Yeah, but I was not prepared for no. the amount of sadness. No. It was beautiful. It was really, really beautiful. Like the Guardians oh. movies were. It was beautiful. Pro tip. Yeah, because you know how. <laughs> Earlier this year, I was drinking and I watched Endgame and I teared up. Yeah. I'm Iron Man. Right? Yeah. I'm Iron Man. Yeah. Don't have a drink and watch Guardians 3. No. Because no, there no, are no. many tear up moments. Same with yeah. Red, White, and Royal Blue. I will take your word for it, Mark. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, in a new survey, 66% of people say that they uh, turn subtitles on their television occasionally, while 13% say they are always on. I'm in that 13%. Subtitles on everything. Everything, everything has subtitles. It- Modern Family reruns has subtitles. So is it because you're just used to it now? Yep. 
as to how you watch television? It's how I watch television. And and I got my whole family involved. Mm-hmm. Like, Roxy used to hate subtitles and would always turn them off. But now, and now if the subtitles are off, she turns them on. Yeah. Love so my Marie, subtitles. Marie, Love head, my yes. subtitles. Yeah, are you the see, same way? I, like, I've gotten more into subtitles because I eat when I watch TV. So, I'm like, I can't hear. <laughs> Maria talks about subtitles like they're a K-pop band. I've I've recently gotten into subtitles. So when you, so when you, when you eat because your chewing is loud, is that the deal? Yeah, like I don't know. Like I feel like I can't hear when I eat. Is no one else like this? That you can't hear like other things while you eat? No, like, but like, what are you eating though? Like, I understand if you're eating like chips, but what are you like? Not if you're eating marshmallows. Yeah, like like a yogurt. A yogurt? (laughs) How do you allow to eat yogurt? I put granola on my yogurt. You know what it sounds like like when you eat yogurt? It (laughs) sounds like this. Yeah. That's what it sounds like eating yogurt. Yeah. Yogurt is just about the most silent food you could possibly eat. Yo, come on. Well, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh But I, I put them on now more so than often. But my boyfriend gets really mad when I put the subtitles on because he hates it. Why is yogurt still silent if it's the fruity bottom? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What? Yes. <laughs> okay. You guys are... I got to move on. I have to move on. I, I, we're getting into fruity bottom territory. What's that? Isn't that that movie you just watched about the gay prince? <laughs> that was the oh, alternate God. title. What, what was that called again, though? Red, white, and royal oh, blue. Oh, red, white, and royal blue. Sorry. I thought we were back on that. Pretty bottom is a sequel. <laughs> Stop it. Working title. I, got, I made a mistake. I thought that that was the movie he was talking about. I made a mistake. It was an error. Okay? Shim's joking. Okay, I made a mistake. Okay. All right. There's a lot, a lot going on over here, guys. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, apparently, the Emmys have an air date, even though there is no end in sight for the um, uh, actor's strike. They're going to do it on uh, January 15th on Fox, which is a Monday. So look out for that, I guess. Uh, Britney Spears bought a stripper pole. I don't know if you saw that video. What? She has that in her house. She's had it for one day. She's pretty good at it. She says, I uh, got this pole two days ago. And last night was my first time on it. Uh, she's uh, doing a video dancing to Nine Inch Nails, one of their songs. And then there's uh, also uh, rumors that she may be sitting down with Oprah to do one of those big giant Oprah interviews. When oh, book wow. Comes out on October 24th. I think that's the same day the paperback version of my book comes out. Oh, no. You're competing with Britney? Oh, yeah, you got to change here. that day, bro. I know. I know. I know. Hold on here. I gotta find, I'll figure it out later. It was time for that. You don't have your glasses, do you? Uh, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, um, And uh, what was Drake doing? Is Drake not allowing women to throw bras at him anymore? Is that the deal? No. It still happens, right? That woman went, like, she got famous. There was that woman who threw a bra at Drake, and it was like, I don't know, like 36G or something like that, right? Something like that. And then he found it and was like, yo, he read the tag and was like, 36G, find this woman. And then, like, Playboy hired, went, her. Went, hired her. Yes. That's crazy so to me. So now that's the thing. At every Drake concert is that women are just throwing up their bras. Right. And the other night in uh, in California, he was doing a show, and it was the first time ever that his son Adonis, who I believe is five now. Oh. Okay. Uh, was at the show. Oh, yeah. Right? So that. Drake gets on stage because some people, like some ladies were already starting to throw. Yeah. And then Drake gets on the mic and says this. I can't talk about tonight in LA. I can't talk about tonight. Okay. My son is at the show for the first time. Ever. My son is at the show for the very first time. So we're going to keep this real PG tonight, y'all. Keep your bras on. Roll up here another night. Keep your bras on. I don't want him thinking that his dad is up to no good. I'll tell him about that later in life. Put the M up, son. 
This I'll keep for later, though. This is nice. Hold that for me. So I picked up one of the bras. I was like, I'll keep this one for later. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to get I'd, I'd bring a bra to a Drake, Drake Has show. Has no one ever thrown a bra at you, Ross? What's that? Has no one ever thrown a bra at you? Has anyone ever thrown a bra at me? Um, like, I've never really been in a position where somebody would throw a bra at me. Like, I've never, you know, done a rock show or anything like that. Um, no. Why, more? You want to throw your bra? Ever thrown a bra at me. <laughs> I mean, I've had somebody throw a bra just, like, at me. Uh-huh. Right? That's like, what I'm asking. Oh, have I ever? Like, yes. Yes, I've had a bra thrown at me, but not on stage or anything like that. But, yeah, I've, I've yeah, had a bra thrown at me. Sure. Who hasn't? Me. Me. Oh. Me. Oh, <laughs> Shem, help me out here. I'm with you, homie. Okay, what you mean? You have? Yeah. Okay. Are y'all shocked? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my heart. I thought you only one. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Taryn Manning from Orange Is the New Black. I don't know if you saw this video, but yo, so what? no, I she didn't. shot it. She posted and deleted, and then issued an apology. We will go through them individually. So she's at a gas station. I guess she was driving. She's sitting in the driver's seat. She has a seatbelt on. So I guess she had just pulled over to shoot this video. And she looks like she, I mean, she always looks a little out of it, right? Like Mm -hmm. even on Orange is the New Black, like I think just like her general demeanor is she's always just sounds like she's a little out of it. But she really looks out of it. And fans are like wildly concerned. So I guess she'd been having an affair with a married man. Okay. And the wife of the married man got mad at her and then threatened a restraining order against her or who the hell knows what was going on. But this was her video directed to the married man's wife. So here is Taryn Manning sort of flexing on the, I got your man. So (laughs) the man that I've been messing with is a married man. And every night I was because he liked it and I didn't mind doing it. Is that weird? Yeah. And that is what demons do. We drove all the way down to Newport Beach today so I could buy him a boat. (laughs) And I brought cash to put a down payment down. Like, I really loved him. And his wife, because he's married, and I feel so bad because I can't stand her. (laughs) Because she wasn't even like, wait, what? You've been messing with my man? She said, you lunatic, you get out of my life or I'll get an RO on you. (laughs) I've been your man's for weeks on end because he likes it a lot and I do it to him and he comes to me and it happens. (laughs) I know it's a lot of information, but I'm the lunatic, right? No, I'm just single, very single. And he came to me. So you don't accuse me of being a lunatic, but I'll tell you one thing, lady. You want to put me in jail? I'll put you in jail so fast, your head will be spinning. Don't you ever threaten me. When your husband came to me to get his... Okay. Wow. First of all, you got to be, you're living a different life when you call a restraining order an RO. An RO. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? Like, like you. Like, you got to stack up. <laughs> okay. It's not your first one. So she posted that and then deleted it and then said, over the past few days, I've had some time to reflect on the situation I've been dealing with. Uh-huh. I was deeply hurt and handled things on a public platform when I should have just dealt with them quietly and with the support of my close friends and family. I feel a lot of guilt after exposing everything and thought maybe the best resolution to the situation would be to just just lie 
about it all, but that's not the truth. She went on to say, he's married, and he told me that he would leave his wife, but in the end, I found out that wasn't possible. Uh, she said that what she did was wrong. However, she said, the heart makes you do crazy things sometimes. And then she ended with, I'm sorry for exposing my situation, but I'm not sorry for how I love, noting that she hoped to one day find someone who cherished me the way I adore them. And with all that said, I'm now asking everyone to please give me my privacy so I can heal and mend my heart. Thank you. Damn. Damn. Do you know what we bleeped out, by the way? I could guess. Yeah. I'm not going to, I won't say it, but what do you do? Show me with your hands. Show me with your hands. No, because it's going to be on video. Stop the video. <laughs> no, no, no. Just show me with your hands. No, stop the show video. Me, show me, step away from the camera for a second. Step away from the camera for a second. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can he show me, by himself? Show, show me with your hands. Was it, uh, show me with your hands. Was it, um, show me with your hands. Just like, why are you not showing guess. him with your hands? Just, just show me, just show me with your hands. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. yeah, was okay. It, was, was, it, it? was it like, that, like over here? Yes. Um, no, uh, no, 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 Hey. Okay. <laughs> Yo, camera caught that. <laughs> that's what she. That's what she said. Yeah. That's what you, she said. You do that very well, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, Poor Maria. Applauding. Maria. You know, when I clap, you clap. I know. We all I clap know, now. I know it's your second day on the show, Maria. Welcome, by the way. But you don't. You don't always have to clap when everybody, if you don't feel like clapping, okay? No. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Jonathan Scott from the Property Brothers and Zoe Deschanel got engaged. Hey, we will clap to them. Love them, love them. It's amazing. Uh, after celebrating their four years together, I guess they did it on a trip to Scotland recently with uh, Zoe's kids. That's real great. Uh, Margot Robbie is set to make uh, around 50 mil off the Barbie movie because Ooh. she was one of the producers. So her points come like before everybody else kind of yeah. thing. So when you get points off the back end of a movie, so that's real great. 50 mil plus like whatever she made for the movie, mm -hmm. like as Will an she actor. make even more once the movie is available digitally? Yep. Um, not much though, because those deals are all hammered out. That's why, oh, I guess that's why, that's why yeah, everybody's yeah, on yeah. strike right now is because digital just like, there's no more residuals for people, right? right. Like it just doesn't work that way. With, 50 uh, mil, with, not with, bad though. With, with digital streamers, that's great money. Um, anyway, so uh, that's that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Celebrate mornings with the Roz and Mocha Show. Roz and Mocha celebrate mornings. On Kiss. Hmm. Cut me out of that. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Get that fixed, champ. I'm going to do it. We got to do it right. Yeah. You can, you don't put, you, you, it's the coolest part of the track. On it. Like, what the hell? Who made that decision? <laughs> it wasn't me, man. All right. Well, they got to fix that. Okay, hold on. If we're going to do this right, we're going to do this yeah. right. <laughs> Best friends or frenemies, two BFs will never see anything eye to eye. Your brother's from another mother, two hella swell fellas, laughing until you cry. 
Like a joke without an ending Raws and mocha got you hanging Cause there just ain't a better time Celebrate mornings With the Raws and mocha show If you know, you know yeah. Fire. OG. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how it goes. OG. That song's three days old. <laughs> <laughs> At least to the public it is. <laughs> I've been singing that damn thing for months now. I, in my I head. It came up I because when I I I was messing around with the, the song and then when you save stuff, it just goes to your iTunes. You know, did you know that on your computer? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everybody does. I turned that off. I turned that feature off. Okay. I don't want that. Did you have to Google how to turn that feature off? Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and I was playing something I don't know like last week or something like that, and and it and it came up in a like a playlist, like in oh, a random song? thing. Yes. Wow, you're like the biggest douche, <laughs> right? No, I was alone. I was alone. Oh, but I've done way I've done way douchier things. Like, way douchier things. Okay, name five. Name five douchier things that I've done than that. Yeah. I wrote an entire book about just me. Oh, facts. Don't need to, <laughs> don't need to continue, sir. Spent two years doing it. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty self-centered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I wrote a memoir before I was 50, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, no, the song's catchy, though. I, yeah, uh, I, I love, it. love it. it. I love it a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. You'll be seeing the commercial, the new Razamoka TV commercial yeah. uh, on TV over the next little while. And keep an eye out. Um, the bus ads are going to be starting. Actually, they started this week. Good thing. Yeah, they're rolling them out. And yeah. don't steal them. No. All right? Because it costs us money. <laughs> We're the ones that pay for that, by the way. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know if you know this, Maria. Maria, new to the show, by the way. Yeah. But Hello. previous campaigns, uh, people have been stealing our bus ads. And then we have to go and pay. And, like, they're big ones. Yeah. Why? We did a campaign years ago, one of our first. And it was, at the time, the most stolen campaign in the transit system's history. And it, whenever you advertise on the subways and the buses, you have to do what they call like an overage in case something gets damaged, in case it gets torn, whatever. You have to buy more okay. than what you would need. And the overages that we had to buy were like unprecedented. We had to buy like a 40% overage wow. because fans kept stealing them. So you would go onto these subways and there would be empty. There would be no posters. <laughs> Have you guys and ever found out what anyone has done with them? Yeah, they, people would take pictures of them in their rooms. <laughs> Shout right? out to the scammers, man. I yes. Mean, I know. Right? I think they get a free poster. Yes. And then, and then I went on one time. Because the last time I was on a subway. You want to know the last time I was on a subway? Tell me. Which was when, when that happened, which was uh, like, I don't know, like 11 years ago or something like that. Wow. And show. <laughs> yes, and Catherine, Catherine was like, listen, if everybody's stealing them, I think it would be a great idea if why don't you go on the subway and with a Sharpie and just start autographing them. Oh. And then that way, oh, no. if somebody wants to steal oh, one, it's autographed. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then so I'm like, that's a fantastic idea. No, it's not. So I go down to the subway, right? Pay my fare, everything else. I was shocked that it went up as much as it had. <laughs> Every year. Um, and I went down and then she had her camera with me and I just started signing, right? All uh -huh. the, all the posters. And she's taking my picture. 
However, nobody on that subway, like, recognized me or the fact that I was me and also the guy in the poster. And, yeah, I just looked like a vandal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I looked like I was just defacing things. Yeah. So that was the last time I was on the subway. <laughs> Good reason, though. Right? Subways How much are, was the fare back then? 90 are, cents? <laughs> He doesn't Damn. remember. He doesn't remember. <laughs> uh, subways are different now. Did you know the subways are all one thing? Yes. It's been like that for a long time. For Dude, how long? What? For how like, long? Ye- <laughs> decades? Really? Shut up. Bruh. Decades. Yeah. Decades. Yeah. They still have like the old ones come in and out, but it's like you're writing That's your what she time said. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Paris Hilton is just getting murdered on social media. Why would that happen? So she, she, there was a ton of pictures of her and her husband and like their young son vacationing in Maui, like 30 minutes from where all the wildfires destroyed everything. And uh, almost 100 people are, are dead. And they were seen like on a beach, like frolicking around and like having a good family fun time. And so it's not a good look. I guess somebody is trying to do damage control because this is the the sort of follow-up article from uh, from Fox. They said, uh, after all the criticism that Paris faced uh, while vacationing in Maui, uh, addressing the backlash, a source told Fox Digital that Paris was on the island to help her uncle who lost his restaurant in the Maui fire, which burned nearly 30 miles away from where they were staying. They said it was initially planned as a family trip and that Paris has been traveling to Maui since she was born. She has many friends and family there and it's a second home for her, the source said. Uh, Her uncle's restaurant burned down so they decided to shorten their trip and go see their family and help where they could. When they arrived they said that they gathered supplies donated to the local shelters and people in need and made significant contributions. Uh, However Fox could not find the name of the restaurant and when they uh, reached out for a uh, rep from Paris Hilton uh, nobody got back to them with any of those details. So they say she was, was already planned she has family there and everything else and they decided to go and help but man the pictures it's like she's walking around like a drinking towel around her neck yeah like like a hawaiian vacation just like a hawaiian vacation like somebody is serving her drinks on a beach chair whose like family has been ravaged on Mm -hmm. the other side of the island right so it's it's just it's just not a good look man it's not a good look the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast something else I wanted to do here. Oh, Tracy Morgan. Oh, yeah, Tracy Morgan. Hey, Maury, have you found Ozempic yet? No. You still looking or no? I mean, from time to time, I'll check, like, you know, Amazon and stuff. Amazon? What? Why don't you go to the doctor? Because I'm looking for, like, knockoff pills. But why don't you go to the doctor? Just get Berberine. What's Ooh, that? Burberry? I have a shirt. No, not Burberry. I would what love Burberry. What is but, it, Maria? So on, on TikTok, everyone keeps talking about Berberine. And it's like the nature's version of Ozempic, but it's for people who have like PCOS and endometriosis. But everyone's taking it now because it helps regulate your glucose levels. Oh, I don't, which know. I don't care about my glucose. I want to lose weight. But it's like the same thing as Ozempic, just not the medical version. I don't know. I've seen so many things of those TikTok videos where they're like, "It's the off-market Ozempic." There is no such thing as the off-market Ozempic. <laughs> it's all it's just a completely different thing. Yeah, fair, oh. fair enough. It's called diet and exercise. That's <laughs> the off-market. Anyway, it's the gym. Um, so here I gotta play this. It's uh, it's Tracy Morgan talking to uh, uh, Hoda and Jenna about his 
his weight loss journey. By the way, you've been working on your body and on your health. No, you- that's Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> that's how this weight got lost. You're not, are you really on Ozempic? Ozempic. <laughs> Went and got a prescription, and I got Ozempic. No, you did you- <laughs> Wait, wait, are you really you on, on Ozempic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you, look, you look great. Every Thursday. Come on. All right. Cuts my appetite in half. Wow. Well, you look good. Tracy. I only eat half a bag of Doritos. <laughs> okay. I don't know whether to believe him or not. Me neither. I kind of do. do, though. Yeah, I do believe him. For <laughs> sure. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Whew, we got to get into this blindside stuff, man. Oh. This story is crazy. Uh, so Michael, <laughs> do you remember the blind side? You remember, do I remember it. I, first of all, one of my no, favorite I'm, movies. I know. I know. I'm not talking to you. Oh, I'm talking sorry. to people. Uh, it's one of the interesting things about Mocha is I've never met anyone who's like favorite movies, the blind side. Like I've never met anyone who it's loves the blind so side good. as much as Mocha does. It's, it's one of so my favorites too. Is it? Thank yeah. you, Maria. Maria, day two on the show. We've already connected. <laughs> okay. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's I love weird. that I've watched it's, it it's so weird. many Guys, times. like listen, it's just Oscar like you, award winner. Sandra Bullock? Yes. Of course she's going to get the Oscar for Big Mike. Hey, my name's Leanne Tui. My kids go to Wingate. You said you were going to the gym? Mm-hmm. School gym's closed. Yeah, Big Mike. Why were you going to the gym? Why? Answer. Big Mike, why were you going to the gym? Because it's, it's warm. Do you have any place to stay tonight? Don't you dare lie to me. Oh, and he has nowhere to stay. <laughs> okay. So they put him in the car, and it was raining. Poor so, Big uh, Big Mike, Michael Oher, is it Oher? Is that or, what you said? Or, or, yeah, or, Michael Oher yep. um, does not like that movie. Does not like how he was portrayed in that movie. Uh, he's never made that a secret. Doesn't like the fact really? that they they played him out so he couldn't read, and that when they brought him to the house, he was looking at a bed for the very first time in his life. Uh, none of that was true. Oh, Over here, you have a desk, chest of drawers, you have a nightstand, a light, an alarm. Oh, and Sean says all the pro athletes use futons if they can't find a bed big enough, so I got you one of those. Of course, the frame was heinous. It's not about to let that in my house, but I got you something nicer. It's mine? Yes, sir. What? Never had one before. What, a room to yourself? A bed. Oh, my God, my heart. (laughs) Okay, so in a filing yesterday, uh, Michael Orr claimed that the Tui family tricked him into making them his conservators when he was 18, allegedly telling him there was no consequential difference between being adopted and entering into a conservatorship. This is like what uh, Britney's family did to her because the whole movie is based around that he wanted to go to Old Miss, mm-hmm. right? And Old you had Miss. to be family because the dad was a booster and everything else. And so they adopted him. That's the whole premise of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say, quote, Michael trusted the Tuies and signed where they told him to sign the legal filing claims. Uh, what he signed, however, and unknown to Michael until after February 2023 of Un- this year. Unknown to who? Michael. Michael. Is that he was not, in fact, adopted or did not sign papers that were the equivalent of adoption papers. Instead, the filing claims that the Tuies and uh, Michael signed legal papers that made them his conservators. The 2004 conservatorship filing shows that Orr signed the papers despite being 18 years old at the time and having, quote, no known physical or psychological disabilities, which usually lead to conservatorships. That would be more often uh, led to a legal sort of adult agreeing into... uh, 
them themselves. So Leanne and Chantui, quote, have all the powers of attorney to act on Michael's behalf. They go on to say that Michael shall not be allowed to enter into any contracts or bind himself without the direct approval of the Tuies. Damn. So, Sean Tui is now responding. He is. He is. Okay. Tim McGraw played him, by the way. Yes, he did. 2009 is when Blindside came out. Wow. So, he he told the Daily Memphian, I guess that's the paper down in Memphis, Mm -hmm. that he never tricked Michael into getting into a conservatorship, and he certainly didn't make millions off him either. Instead, he says that the whole ordeal went down because the NCAA, like we said earlier, told Michael that if he wanted to go to Old Miss, he would have to be considered part of the Tui family. And he goes, quote, I sat Michael down and told him, if you're planning to go to Old Miss or even considering Old Miss, we think you have to be part of the family. This would do that legally. He continued, we contacted lawyers who had told us that we couldn't adopt Michael because he was over the age of 18. The only thing we could do legally was have a conservatorship. Uh, we were so concerned it was on the up and up that we made sure Michael's biological mother came to court. He goes on to say that, of course, he'd end the conservatorship if Michael wanted to. As for the allegations that they used the conservatorship to negotiate a big deal, he says they barely made anything off the money, only got a portion of what the writer, who actually was the one who sold the story to make the movie, um, was given. So that's that's his side of the story. Are we not supposed to like the movie now? Like, I saw people on Twitter, like, blaming Sandra Bullock. Like, oh, I know. Poor Sandra like, Bullock. Her oh, husband passed away last week. Yeah. Yeah, and she's getting dragged week. into this. And people are like, yo, take away the Oscar. Yes. But there's a lot of people who say that you shouldn't like the movie at all because it's like a whole white savior thing, right? That you shouldn't you shouldn't find the movie enjoyable. You should <laughs> like everything. I'm so sorry. Guys, but one of my favorite scenes <laughs> yes. when he's learning football. Yeah. And like Sandra Bullock walks out onto the field and pushes the coach aside yeah. and grabs Michael and the rest of the team yeah. and says this. Do you remember when we first met and we went to that horrible part of town to buy you those dreadful clothes? And I was a little bit scared and you told me not to worry about it because you had my back. Do you remember that? Yes, ma'am. And if anyone tried to get to me, you would have stopped them, right? And when you and SJ were in that car wreck, what did you do to the airbag? Mm-hmm. Stopped it. You stopped it. With that big hand. You stopped it. With that big arm. This team is your family, Michael. You have to protect them from those guys. Okay? Listen, Tony here's your quarterback, all right? You protect his blind side. When you look at him, you think of me, how you have my back, how you have his, okay? Oompa Loompa here is your tailback. When you look at him, you think of SJ and how you've never let anyone or anything hurt him. You understand me? Are you going to protect the family, Michael? Yes, ma'am. Good boy. Then go have some fun. Some powerful stuff. Like, it's, I know, I know. Oscar award winning right there. Look, she's Look at Maria. I know. Day two crying. on the show, Maria already crying. crying. It's I a can't. beautiful movie. I can't. I love her and the movie. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just, uh, my a heart's young, broken. A young Lily Collins is in that movie as well. She yeah. was the daughter. Yeah. Right? SJ, that punk. Yeah. So I don't know how all this is going to end, but uh, but he only found out about this in February, that he wasn't actually legally adopted, according to him. So are we allowed? So the guess, only thing I want to know, are we allowed to like... you still like the blind side? Yeah. Or is that is that like offensive now? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, uh, Shem? I don't know. You don't ask me, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Uh, the trailer dropped for the Leonard Bernstein biopic Maestro and Bradley Cooper's prosthetic nose, who plays Leonard Bernstein, uh, has sparked criticism with some calling him out for doing Jew face and uh, for casting a non-Jewish actor to um, play the Jewish role. So people went off on the size of the prosthetic that Bradley Cooper wears with some using photos to show that the actual Bernstein's nose was not even close to being that size. Who is it? I don't know who this person is. Uh, Leonard Bernstein, famous Le- composer. Let me look it up. Yes. You a fan, Maury? I mean, I've heard his stuff. I okay. Don't put it so on you're, on you're not a... Yeah. Leonard Bernstein. Okay. Yes. See his nose. But if you look at the two photos, I mean... Uh, and then, was it Bradley Cooper? Bradley Cooper, yeah. So it was oh, pointed wow. out As soon that- as I type in Bradley Cooper, like the very first autofill, yeah. is Bradley Cooper, Leonard Bernstein. Yes, because the trailer just dropped, mm-hmm. right? Carrie Mulligan's in the movie, too. Uh, so uh, Bradley, who is not Jewish, um, the other sort of part of this is uh, casting a... not. It's, it's not that people are saying that non-Jews shouldn't play Jews, but it's just when being Jewish is so much part of who the individual was. That's gotcha. where that's where the problem is, right? Okay. And uh, they pointed out that Jake Gyllenhaal, who is Jewish, um, had a competing biopic and lost out on the rights to Bernstein's material. So oh. he was bidding for this as well, uh, lost it out to Bradley Cooper and his production team. So gotcha. they sort of went deep into the bidding war that... So- uh, We'd all be okay if this. Bradley did it if he just didn't wear the prosthetic. I think that I think most people would be okay if he didn't wear the prosthetic. I think I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you could you could pull it apart and you know and, and go back to you know the fact that he's not Jewish. But I think that it's the it's the prosthetic it's that weird, just though. put this over the top. Because right? like if people watched this when it was done, they're not going to leave the theater going, "It was amazing," but that nose just wasn't big enough. Like, no, I mean, yeah, no one I would know. Care. I know, I know, and, and it and it's not like the huh. nose was so part of his identity. Right. Like it's not like he was known for having this giant nose where you just couldn't do the story without the nose. I could have played the part. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Except for the whole, the whole musical genius stuff. Right. It's called acting. Yeah. Yeah. The nose. Let me see. Yeah. Because some people are saying Bradley Cooper's nose in real life is bigger than Bernstein's nose was. Because mm. Bradley Cooper don't got a small nose. No, but it's not as big as Bernstein's nose in real life. No, no. But it did. But did you need the prosthetic? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. I think you could have done it without the prosthetic. I think the prosthetic actually yeah. takes away based on these photos I'm yeah. looking at. But actors like to play dress up and stuff like that. Sure. But anyway, so that's the controversy with that. A lot of people initially saw the trailer for that movie. And they were like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Love this story. And then they were like, no, 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 no. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Madonna, is it her birthday today? Yay, 65. 65. And wow. um, she announced the sort of rescheduled date. So she had to go into the hospital and uh, had to cancel all those dates uh, for the tour. So the tour will now kick off in London on October 14th. Uh, the rescheduled dates for Toronto and Vancouver. Toronto at uh, January 11th and 12th, and Vancouver on February 21st okay. of, my the, schedule. of the new year. And uh, all tickets will be honored. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. After criminal charges against Alec Baldwin were dropped for the onset shooting of uh, cinematographer Helena Hutchins, um, he may actually be called into court and recharged. So Alec Baldwin oh. had, all, had 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 
denied that he pulled the trigger. However, a new forensics report concluded that the trigger of the prop Colt 45 revolver that turned out to contain the live round must have been pulled, quote, sufficiently enough to cause the incident. Uh, They say, although Alec Baldwin repeatedly denies pulling the trigger, uh, given the test findings and observations reported here, the trigger had to be pulled or depressed sufficiently to release the fully cocked or retracted hammer of the uh, evidence revolver. The charges were dismissed without prejudice back in April, but prosecutors uh, said back in June in a court filing that Alec Baldwin could still face charges pending the ongoing investigation into the gun. And this is the result of that investigation is that they say that he did in fact pull the trigger, so he may wind up bringing the, they may wind up bringing all those charges back. Jeez. So this Never is, ending, this huh? is not over yet. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, after Mark Zuckerberg sort of moved on from his fight with Elon Musk, so Zuck's went on social media to say that Elon's not serious and that he only wants to fight people who are serious and that, you know, he said, hey, you know, why don't we call Dana White and make it official and all this stuff? Uh, And then he says that Elon said, well, why don't we just do it in your backyard? And Zuck was like, yo, that's not a real fight. Like when yeah. you're, when you're ready, I'm here. Come at me, bro. Because Elon had come out to say that he had the Roman Coliseum all lined up mm-hmm. for this, for this fight. So yesterday Elon goes on uh, Twitter and says Zuck's Zuck thread coming soon about how he would of course love to fight any time, but blah, 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 UFC something, something. And then, so this is, what, so this is what, <laughs> So yeah. so this, this is, is amazing. This is what he wrote. Fight recap. I joked on X about fighting Zuck Zuck, then said send me location. Italy graciously offered a coliseum. Zuck denied I suggested his home as a safe space. Tragically, he was um traveling. Is there anywhere he will fight? So Elon seems like wow. he's, he's back into this. However, on site. The Itali- by the way, the Italian government fully denies having offered Elon Musk the Coliseum. Oh. <laughs> by, the way, by, by the way, by the way, so I, I don't, I don't know. I think that this is all just, this is just junk. Uh, but I think that, I think that Zuck really wants to have a fight. And I think Elon might want something different. Uh-huh. And I don't know sort of where the middle ground is. Come on, is. Jake Paul, what are you doing, bro? Right. And Jake Paul is now training MMA because yeah. he wants a fight, an MMA fight to happen one soon. Of the, one of the Diaz brothers, I guess, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Maybe right, Nick yeah. Diaz next? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, can you explain what went on with this Usher stuff while we were on vacation? Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. So this happened, like, last month. Kiki Palmer was at an Usher concert. Okay. You know, Usher has his residency in Vegas, right? Yes. All the celebs are going there to see yes. Usher. Yes, yes. So she shows up to the show and then she gets on stage. Usher invites her onto the stage. Anytime he sees like his celebrity friends, yeah. right? He invites them up on stage and starts singing. Anyway, this outfit that she was wearing, it was like this sheer kind of see-through, right? Yeah. And her butt cheeks are showing. Oh, excuse me. So her then boyfriend, because they broke up, went online and was like, how you out here looking like this when you're a mom? Oh, damn. And they have they have a kid together, right? So then everyone went in on the boyfriend to be like, yeah. why are you mom shaming her? Yeah, yeah. So then they broke up. So then on Twitter, 
Yes. So, so they broke up because he said that? Yeah. Okay. And because and like it was just like he was just getting killed, killed. destroyed. Yeah. Rightfully yeah. so. And her only recourse at that point is to defend him or end the relationship. Yeah. Though she had two choices. So Usher and Kiki Palmer have a song coming out tonight. Oh. And they damn. both released a teaser for it today. And Usher's caption. For the song. Yeah. The song is called Boyfriend, by the way. Right. Usher is so petty. What he wrote on Twitter mm-hmm. was when fantasies become reality. <laughs> I applaud that petty man. Right? Yep. So yeah. listen. Yeah. So in the yep. teaser that you yep. see, it's like a flash. You see like Usher. It looks like he's walking down the hallway, looking like shirt open, yeah. gold chains, looking like he is. He's coming for you, girl. Okay. Like. Look out. Yeah. And then Kiki Palmer standing there like. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. And then you hear these lines. There's one line from the song that's so bad. Listen. Okay. You see Usher? Yeah. You see Kiki Palmer? Okay. The seductive look? Yeah. And then you hear this. Somebody say that your boyfriend's looking for me. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm so excited. Damn. 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 Somebody say that your boyfriend's looking for me. Oh, If you're wondering who is having the worst day in the world today, it's it's Kiki Palmer's ex-boyfriend. He's having the worst day. Especially when the streaming numbers for this go up. And this song is everywhere. Like, he should just shut his phone off because, and like deactivate Instagram. Yes. Because he's just going to get destroyed oh overnight. God. Like, there's no was point. Was this guy famous or was he a civilian? Civilian. Total civilian. civilian. Oh, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> As a civilian? You can't go up against no. Usher. Somebody say that your boyfriend's looking for me. No. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, so much blindside drama. It continues. You want to stay here, Michael? I don't want to go anyplace else. Well, all right, then. So Michael Orr, who was the subject of the movie The Blind Side, which won uh, Sandra Bullock and Academy Award, came out saying that in February he learned that he was not actually adopted uh, by the Tui family and that they've been they tricked him into going into a conservatorship, much like what Britney was under, and that they've been proffering off his name and story. Uh, and he has seen and he has seen nothing. And then Sandra Bullock got dragged into this with a lot of yeah. like idiots saying that she should relinquish her academy award and like all sorts of nonsense so mad yesterday everyone going in on sandra bullock so here is uh quentin aaron and he's the guy in the blind side who played michael orr this movie inspired so many people changed people's lives mine included i i feel for everyone involved you know what i mean i not taking sides you know, I love Michael. I love the Tui family. I don't know, you know, in the end, I haven't been in communication with them, you know, uh, since the movie, honestly. So I'm not sure what to make of what's going on. As far as getting to know the family, I did speak to some of them back around that time frame. You know, I, I didn't meet Michael until a few years later. It was, uh, we were doing an autograph signing event up in Chicago back in 2013, I think. You know, we live in a society today where people 
are so hell-bent on pointing blame on people. Sandra Bullock didn't have anything to do with the real story that we're reading, you know, as of right now, how, you know, that's that's like if to say that she slapped Leanne, so she should give her Oscar back, you know, no pun intended to the Oscar thing that happened. I'm just using that as a pun, but like, I I, I think people just need to chill out, relax, and let the families involved handle whatever's going on and just, I guess, enjoy the show because it's out there for everyone to see. But um, saying stuff like she need to relinquish her title doesn't make any sense. So here is the show. Here is what's going on. So the attorney for the Tui family claims that Michael Orr attempted to shake them down for $15 million before, before he filed the petition on what? Monday. So their attorney said that the family opened their home to Mr. Orr, offered him structure, support, and most of all, unconditional love. He goes on to say, Orr's response was to threaten them, including saying that he would plant a negative story about them in the press unless they paid him $15 million. The statement also alleges that Michael Michael uh, has actually attempted to run this place several times before, but was stopped after the lawyers representing him, quote, saw the evidence and learned the truth. The attorney's statement goes on to say, sadly, Mr. Orr has finally found a willing enabler. This ludicrous lawsuit as a cynical attempt to drum up attention in the middle of his latest book tour. Anyone with a monicum of common sense can see that the outlandish claims made by Michael about the Tui family are hurtful and absurd. The idea that the Tuis have ever sought to profit off Mr. Orr is not only offensive, it is transparently ridiculous. They go on to say um that a uh, the attorney claimed that evidence is clear and it shows that the Tuies have given Michael Orr an equal cut of every penny received from the film, all of which has apparently been documented in profit participation checks and studio accounting statements. So they wow. say they have receipts. Uh, moreover, the attorneys uh, for uh, Sean say that uh, they will never oppose the termination of the conservatorship, either now or at any time in the future. So they say this is a shame down and that wow. he came to them wow. multiple times before to say, hey, pay me or I'm going to drown you. We're going to keep following the story. Damn. But in the meantime, leave Sandra Bullock alone. Damn. Yeah, leave Sandra Bullock alone. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, have you seen the uh, the clip of The Golden Bachelor? Mm-mm. No. So here, I have, uh, there's there's two clips there. He sort of sounds, before he starts crying, because I don't want to goof on the guy, because he starts talking about like his his his, his late wife, I guess, and, and all this stuff. Um, but he sort of sounds like in the first, in clip number one, mm-hmm. he sort of sounds a little bit like, like uh, Mr. Garrison from South Park. I'm Gary. I'm 71 years young. I'm from Indiana, and I am going to be the first Golden Bachelor because oh, it's man. never too late to fall in love again. Okay. Yeah, he really sounds like gay. Okay. I married my high school sweetheart, Tony, in 1972. We had 43 wonderful years together. Aww. We had two daughters, and I now have two wonderful granddaughters. We had a real typical but beautiful life. You know, she became ill, and her situation got worse over a couple of weeks. Oh, come on. And so we went to the emergency room, and she had 
a bacterial infection that infected her kidneys and infected her liver. And so I took my wife to the emergency room on July 7th. Come on, guys. She passed away on July 15th. (laughs) It will be six years since she passed away. No one's ever going to replace Tony. Love you, Dad. Love you. No, I'm totally watching this. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not ready for this. No, anybody gonna watch this? I'm gonna cry the whole time. You're gonna watch this, Maria? Yeah. Shem. Hell yeah. Maury. Yes. Yes. No, I'm not watching. You're not watching? No. No, you don't want to see him fall in love again and Uh, like all that stuff. And I'll watch the highlights on Twitter, but I'm not watching stuff with him crying about. His wife of 43 years no, passing away. That's kind of beautiful. Yeah, what though? about the fantasy suites and all that? Yeah. And the competitions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they got the bar on the side of the bed to help you get up. Right? <laughs> Oh my <laughs> like it's all geared out, right? <laughs> Y'all are wrong. Oh, you should play right? clip two then. Like, oh, why, why it's clip two? Play clip two. Okay, play clip oh. two. Play clip two. Is this one emotional as well? No. Okay. My dad is just such a fun guy. He's so personable and lovable. Way to go, dad! He's so kind and he has so much to give. He just deserves to find that in somebody else. Best case scenario is I find out that Helen Mirren's on the market and she's really happy to be on the Golden Bench. You can't be laughing. You gotta have a straight face. Well, don't make it look like you're gonna cry. I guess the first thing I'm worried about is remembering 25 names. Eunice, will you accept this road? Gertrude, I'm sorry. This isn't gonna work. I hope at the end of it I find a person that I'll spend the rest of my life with that will complete our family. Cheers. Wow. I'm so into this. Eunice? I'm Eunice Fire. When does this show start? Is it already on? When does it come out? Is it on yet? No, no, very soon. Very oh, soon. Yeah. When though? Find out when. Give me when. It'll be on City. I know. I didn't say where. I said when. Uh, when does it come out? It must be soon. Do a little rock. How hard is this, guys? I can't find it. That's what she said. Maybe not the Golden Bachelor, but. Okay. 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 WTF, do we have an answer for that? What is it? September 23rd. There we go. There we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, Britney Spears and Sam Asgari, no more. And a lot of what? people in uh, Britain's world are apparently worried now because he was basically her only steady support system. So after the news broke that he had filed for divorce, Brittany posted on uh, Instagram she was sitting on a horse. Okay. And her response was, buying a horse soon, so many options, it's kind of hard. A horse called Sophie or another called Roar, I can't make up my mind. And then she goes on to say, should I join the camaraderie and put a pink cowboy hat on? Either way, I think I found my sweet spot with Roar. So that was her response to the uh, hmm. divorce filing. Why did okay. any news so as to why? So he cited irreconcilable differences. She's got a high-powered lawyer, Laura Wasser, who does everybody's divorce, Kim Kardashian and everything else. Yeah. Um, so he is now asking for upped spousal support and attorney fees which goes outside of their agreed upon 
um, prenuptial agreement. And a source inside said that he was tempting to negotiate concessions beyond his prenup and threatened to go public with extraordinarily embarrassing information about Britney unless he gets paid. Wow. A source told TMZ uh, yesterday that Sam has already moved out after a nuclear fight. Uh, that the two had over infidelity allegations on Britney's side. What? So apparently... I don't believe that. The fight was because Britney had stepped outside their marriage. I don't believe that, Sam. According to uh, that. So, so yeah, so there you go. Not good. She doesn't go anywhere. I don't know. It's not good. And just before the book comes out. Right. And none of this is in the book. And there's probably a lot of like glowing stuff you about he timed how. It so it's like, I can't make it in the book. I don't know. Do you think Britney's actually read the book? <laughs> she don't know. <laughs> Britney has no idea what's in that book. When she does the audio version, it's going to be the first time she's read the book. <laughs> yeah. Well, if she does the audio version. If she does the audio version. That's a lot. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Ed Sheeran in the Super Bowl, this sort of comes up every year when you start talking about giant stars that are available uh, to do the Super Bowl. But anybody who's ever seen Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran's show is like he doesn't have a band. He doesn't fly around on stuff. It's just Ed Sheeran on stage. Mm -hmm. And so he was talking to Andy Cohen about whether or not Ed, Ed would, in fact, ever do the Super Bowl. And this is Ed's response. There was a conversation a while ago. I think it was when Coldplay did it, where of me going going on to play Thinking Out Loud, and I think that would be the only way that I would do it is if I was joining someone else. I think it's an American thing. I don't have pizzazz. Prince, you watch Michael Jackson, you watch Katy Perry, you watch Lady Gaga, you watch Rihanna, you watch Beyonce, like all these amazing performers. I'm just not that. That's not me. I would do it as a guest. And then I could say I did the Super Bowl with... Not well, a lot of being honest. Not a lot of people use pizzazz. <laughs> it seems like a word you'd use. Thank you, Maury. I th- I like Do you the have word pizzazz. I think I have pizzazz. Um, I think you sometimes have a little bit of pizzazz. Who just sucked the air out of the room? Who was that? Sham. I don't know that you. I don't. Uh, Say yeah, let's go ahead saying. and continue the news. <laughs> Say it, you know what? Can't get any support. Thank you, nah. Maury. Thank you, Maury, by the way. Thank you. You've got other things. Oh, Just maybe not pizzazz. Got swag. <laughs> What's that? What's the difference between swag and pizzazz? Oh, you got like it's 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 a, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Swag? Yeah, it's a vibe ting. Swag over pizzazz? Roz has swag over pizzazz for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't have pizzazz, he definitely doesn't have swag. Oh. I was trying to shoot you some bail, bro. Chutzpah. Chutzpah. <laughs> you know what? You do. Chutzpah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, damn it, Maury. You All have right. chutzpah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so the controversy with uh, Bradley Cooper doing Jew face is <laughs> um, oh, now oh, being no. defended. So they released the trailer for Maestro, which is the biographical uh, romance between Leonard Bernstein and uh, and his one true love. And in the in the trailer, um, Bradley Cooper has a prosthetic nose on, and a lot of people were labeling this as Hollywood's stereotypical and inauthentic portrayal of Jewish people, and they call that Jew face. Uh, however, Bernstein's kids are now defending Bradley Cooper. So they came to his defense saying, Bradley 
Cooper included the three of us along every step of his amazing journey as he made his film about our father. It breaks our hearts to see any misrepresentations or misunderstandings of his efforts. It happens to be true that Leonard Bernstein had a nice... Big nose. <laughs> Bradley chose to use makeup to amplify his resemblance, and we're perfectly fine with this. Oh. We're also certain that our dad would have been fine with this as well. Any strident complaints around this issue strike us above all disingenuous attempts to bring a successful person down a notch, a practice we observed all too often perpetrated on our own fathers. So the kids are now coming out to uh, defend this. So he had swag, right? Bernstein? No, he had chutzpah. chutzpah. He had chutzpah. Yeah. Bradley Cooper, swag? Pizzazz? Oh, yeah. Yeah, swag. swag. Enough swag. You yeah. think so? Dripping so much swag. swag. Yeah. You think Bradley Cooper's dripping in swag? Dripping. Yes. Dripping, dripping from the nose? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Only more can say uh, that. Only though. more. There's <laughs> one person on the show. <laughs> <laughs> said that. There was one line to be said, and it came from the right person. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Barbie is now Warner Brothers' highest grossing domestic film of all time. Hey, big beating, old Barbie. Wow. Big old Barbie. Uh, beating The Dark Knight, which was uh, when it came out, $536 million domestically. Barbie is now, uh, because of Tuesday's box office numbers, $537.4 million domestically. I still got to see that movie. incredible amount of money. Jeez. Um, so the Michael Orr story with the twoies from the blind side, Michael, mm-hmm. it's, there's, there's more stuff not looking good for Michael oh, now. No. So if Has anyone looked, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I wonder if anyone's looked into, um, streaming, like if people have been watching the blind side more. Well, who streams it? Week. Where can you watch The Blind Side? I think it's on Netflix. Is right it now. on Netflix? Oh, I guess and Netflix doesn't uh, yeah, yeah. give streaming numbers. Well, Rogers I on think. demand too, I'm sure. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, okay, so we found out that Michael Orr had said that he only found out in February of this year that um, he wasn't actually adopted by the Tui family and that he says that they tricked him, conned him into signing legal papers uh, for a conservatorship that gave them complete control. They came out to say, well, we never hid the fact because he was 18 and we couldn't legally adopt him. This was the only way to make him a legal part of the family, to get him into the school, so on and so forth. But but Michael says that he found out in February of this year. Um, however, in 2011, Michael Orr wrote a book called I Beat the Odds, From Homeless to the blind side and beyond. It was his memoir. Remember we were mm-hmm. talking earlier, I said Britney Spears and she probably never read her memoir, right? Yeah. A lot of people have not read their memoirs, right? Sure. Who write them. They just haven't. Mm-hmm. That's just fact, okay? And they go and they do these big giant press tours and they're sometimes surprised at the questions people ask. <laughs> sure. Because they haven't read their own books. Mm-hmm. So this is from Michael Orr's memoir that oh. came out in 2011. Okay. 2011. Two years after the movie came out, by the way. Quote, it kind of felt like a formality as I'd been part of the family for more than a year at that point. Since I was already over the age of 18 and considered an adult by the state of Tennessee, Sean and Leanne would be named as my, quote, legal conservators. 
Oh my God, it's he, right there in the he, book. He goes on to say, they explained to me that it means pretty much the exact same thing as adoptive parents, but that the laws are just written in a way that took my age into account. Honestly, I don't care what it's called. I was just happy that no one could argue that we weren't legally what we already knew we were a family. Oh, Michael. It's right there, sir. The receipts are in your book. Yeah. Oh, Michael. So it's not uh it's not looking good. So if it goes to court, would they like the other lawyer would hand him this at the stand going, please read the highlighted part? Yeah. I mean, well, obvious and also the two he's just said, Hey, listen, if you want to ditch the conservatorship, we'll ditch the conservatorship. Yeah, no problem. Cool. No, right? Cool. We'll no problem. It. So I think it's just a matter of I think it's a he matter just wants of money. that. Yeah, I don't right? know. I mean, it really seems like he's trying to shake them down at this point. Hey, has Tim McGraw come out to say anything? Because he played the dad yeah, in the movie. Yeah. Like, did he come out to say anything? I or? don't think he has. I don't think he or like, Sandra no Bullock one, No said. one came out to defend Sandra Bullock other than the guy that played Michael yeah, for the movie? Yeah, I don't think so. Even, what's her name? Um, Emily Apari. Lily, <laughs> Lily Collins. Because she, she was the daughter in that movie. Was she? She was, yes. I had no idea about that. You know everything about the blind side. We got to do like a blind side trivia day or something like that. <laughs> we really do. But they would just be don't you ask asking me. questions to Mocha and you'd get them all right. True, that's right. Don't, You're right. Don't, you don't, don't ask me anything games. about SJ, though. No? That guy looks like a punk. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue. This is the movie you watched, right, Maura? Yes, it's good. It's Hot the, guys. It's it? the number one worldwide movie on Prime Video, apparently. Already top three rom-com on streaming platforms. What's it about? What's it about, Maura? So, okay. So, Uma Thurman is the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. Her son... Okay, falls in love with the Prince of England. Like, you know, like kind of like the Prince Harry kind of character. Mm -hmm. But they, you know, they don't know each other or like gay and they have to hide it. And, you know, they have secret meetups in hotels, you know, where they're shirtless and doing things and right. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. We then, understand what Yeah, I understand. Up yeah, right. I understand. And then yeah. the Prince comes and then the, it's found out like cause all of his text messages and emails are leaked. So he has to come out and publicly address this, and then they fall in love. Okay. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> wow. Uh, All right. Now it, I don't got to watch it. Now cool. it's, uh, it's already Prime Video's number one uh, rom-com, most watched rom-com of all time. It's, it's, it's good. It's cute. Yeah, yeah. It's Uma Thurman. Yeah. You tell a hell of a story, more. Yeah. I know. You, thank you, get, you. Maury is so, Maury, you get so flustered when talking about sex. You even get flustered when talking about fictional people having sex. <laughs> What's it called? Red? Red, white, and royal blue. Red, white, and royal blue. Yeah. It's good. It's cute. Uma Thurman. Yeah. Who are the guys, though? Isn't it the story about the guys or is it the story about Uma Thurman? Why are you focusing so much on Uma Wait, because people know who Uma Thurman is. Right. But it's so, not about her. It's about the guys, though. No, right? no, no. But I'm like, if you're going to sell it, sell, you know, say a name people know. So right. the official uh, kind of synopsis. Thank you. <clears throat> when the feud between the son of the American president and Britain's prince threatens to drive a wedge in the U.S.-British relations, the two are forced into a staged truce that sparks something deeper. Oh. So it's like exactly what I said. It's that completely com I have no opposite idea what of what you, you said. said. It sounded like that. You gave a big spoiler alert. It sounded like Uma Thurman's son went on vacation, met a prince, <laughs> yes. and then they and they made love. Oh, like they the did go on vacation and make love. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone needs to know that. 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jamie Foxx back on social media. He was on Instagram and uh, threw a couple of pictures of himself up there looking good. And um, what he wrote was, you're looking at a man who is thankful, finally starting to feel like myself. It's been an an unexpected dark journey, but I can see the light. He goes on to say, you just don't know how much it meant. I will be thanking all of you personally. And if you didn't know, God is good all day, every day. Hashtag swipe left. Hashtag I'm back and I'm better. Hashtag no bad days. And then underneath that, Jeremy Renner actually replied. Oh. And uh, Jeremy Renner wrote, uh, brother, I know that feeling. It only mm. gets better from here. Because Jeremy Renner got run over by that giant snow yeah, plow, yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so the two of them together. That was uh, real great to see. Is Britney Spears going to get a divorce? Her husband of 14 months. I Still guess don't know why, They got right? in a giant fight and he accused her of cheating and then he left and now he was wanting more money than the prenup was going to provide him and the story goes that he was said that he's going to go public with quote extraordinarily embarrassing information about Britney unless he gets paid nice. and then she hired like the divorce lawyer to the stars and it's getting ugly. Ugly. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Would you use an AI life coach? Yes, I have. You have? What? Um, Chat GPT. No, no, but so uh, so Google is now developing like an AI actual life coach that works. So uh, they taught it 21 different tasks to help people improve their lives. So right now, still very early on, uh, things like creating uh, problem solving, uh, helping you plan your day better, creating budgets and meal mm-hmm. plans, and just That's general insane. life advice. So the one of the people who were working on it told the New York Times that uh, Google wants to make it smart enough to give answers to complicated questions, uh, intimate questions about people's lives. And the example that they gave was uh, a friend was at my wedding and they invited me to their wedding, but theirs is a destination wedding and I can't afford it. How do I tell them I can't go? So they're developing... Google AI to give you the perfect answer to tell somebody why you Chat can't. ChatGPT does this right now. Do wow. they? You can ask yeah. literally the exact same stuff. Do you, and do you get decent answers? Amazing answers. Really? That's yeah. crazy. No, this is just like, no way. offense. ChatGPT is almost sometimes better to talk to than your own partner. <laughs> do you ever, have you ever had a problem with Matthew and then you got on ChatGPT to figure out how to solve that problem? No, not yet. Not yet. No, no. You, how far away do you think you are from that? Just a few days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> days. Yeah. For real. Oh, wow. For real, though. For real. Like, it's crazy. I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I was going through this article on uh, signs you're in your 40s. I won't get to a lot of them because they're just stupid. Um, but the uh, the one that uh, that really made me take notice was you make a noise when you stand up. Oh my god, that's you, bro. Let's <laughs> 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 oh, more. Ah, I'll tell you another you. sign. I'll tell you another sign is that I judge like when I go on vacation, I judge the place whether I like the accommodations based on the toilet. What? Yeah, because I, I had a lot of, first of all, Europe. Don't even get me started. I love Europe. I love the culture. I love the life. I love the, everything about it. But I can't stand their toilets. Why? Asses are round. Toilet seats shouldn't be square. Okay? Square? I sat on more, I sat on more squared off toilet seats uh-huh. than I had. I sat on, we, we stayed in one place where the toilet, okay, the toilet came off like it, it was on an angle pitched forward. So you couldn't relax. You always <laughs> felt like you were sliding off. Yeah, because you're supposed to do your business and then get up and 
Get going no, with your day. No, everything else about the room, great. I would have given it a two-star review because of the toilet. You sit forward. Do you understand what that's like when you sit on a toilet and you slowly feel like you're sliding forward? Slowly feel like you're sliding forward? Why is your ass so slippery? It's not. It's the toilet was pitched forward, and I'm sliding forward. But did you still sit on that slanted toilet for like 30 minutes? I tried, and then I got nervous I was going to guillotine something if I slid too far, oh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah thank yeah. you. Oh thank God. you. Right? <laughs> right, pain. Shem? Thank guillotine. Thank you. <laughs> right? You're giving yourself a little too much credit there, buddy. <laughs> I need spacers on the seat, Shem. Okay? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know, but I, I did. I, so I, and, and also the, the square toilet seats I can't do. I can't do. It's, it's too uncomfortable. It's your ass is round. Your ass needs to go. Your round ass needs to go in a round hole. Okay. You don't put a round ass. What are you laughing at, Maria? I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you, does your Greek family have square toilet seats? You know another thing about it, where they live in Greece, yes, they are they around. Do. They like they they square at the front and yes. then they yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not comfortable. No. No. But I don't sit on the toilet for a half hour. Okay. I don't I think anyone ask. should. <laughs> I, I didn't ask. That's a whole other conversation. Right? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.